everyone. Welcome to Lynn Stacy Studios podcast. I'm so glad that you could join me on today. Um, let's get started. And I'm um, hoping and praying that um, you receive something good from today's podcast. Um, so um, today I had a little talk with myself, had a little talk with God <laughs> um, about feeling inadequate. Um, sometimes we feel inadequate when, we, when it comes to the things of God, which are normal feelings. Feelings of inadequacies, feelings of insecurities, feelings of um, not being worthy. Um, those are normal feelings. Sometimes we um, have a heart to do right and we say, sometimes we say the wrong things. Sometimes we do the wrong things. Sometimes we just, uh, we, sometimes we're just human. Um, that's the best way I can describe that. And I would say um, when you have those feelings of inadequacy, sometimes it's, um, that's when you have to lean on faith the most. That's when you have to, Lord God, I feel this way, but I know, Lord God, that <laughs> I know that this isn't the real reality because I know the truth that surrounds me. You have to go back to the truth of, of the truth. You have to go back to the truth and you have to go back to speaking the truth of yourself. Lord God, even though I feel one way, this is what I know to be true. Even though, God, sometimes I feel like you have left me alone. Lord God, I know that you said that you'll never leave me nor forsake me. Even though, God, sometimes I may um, feel like I'm just like, Lord God, are you sure that you want me to do this? Or are you sure you want me to do that? I may have those type of feelings. Um, Is this something that I truly and surely need to do right now? Because um, those feelings of inadequacies, they come to rob us of our purpose. They come to rob us of our destiny. They come to rob us of who we are in God. Um, and so um, it's up to um, each individual, it's up to each individual to kind of stand up to those feelings and um, and just kind of keep going forward. Um, keep going forward. Don't stop going forward. Just keep on, li- you got to keep living your life. You know, um, the, the, ne- the last five minutes of your life, you know, that's now in the past. I'm not saying just go forward with all the baggage and things like that, because there are things that we have to like actually learn from our past. There are are things in our past that we have to heal from. There are things in our past that we have to forgive and ask for forgiveness for. Sometimes we have to ask God for forgiveness. Lord God, it just feels like I did something to offend you. And I just want to apologize. (laughs) Lord God, if I have done anything that, um, has, uh, if I've said anything, done anything, thought anything that was not pleasing in your sight, Lord God, on today, something I may have forgotten about, I ask for your forgiveness. Sometimes we have to ask for forgiveness. Sometimes we have to receive forgiveness. Sometimes we have to like, um, we have to pray through those feelings. We have to counsel with God. When we have those types of feelings, the best place to start is um, knowing God as a counselor. He can counsel you through those feelings. He can um, help you to overcome them. And it's like, um, he can be a spring of life. He is a spring of life. He's a um, living water, the living bread. And we can trust him. We can lean and depend on him. So um, I would encourage you today when you begin to feel those feelings of um, inadequacies, that's not a fun way to feel. That's not a that's not a very pleasing feeling to feel inadequate, to feel insecure, to, to have those feelings and um it's like you have to recognize where they come from. They come from the enemy. They come from the enemy. They come from, um, and I believe that it's it's one of the ways that he uses us against us to sabotage our own selves, to sabotage what God has placed in our hands, to sabotage um, the things that we know we need to do. And um, 
And the only way that we're going to be able to overcome those feelings is if we apply the word. If we not only apply the word, but we also um, pray through it. We also talk to God through it. Um, So this morning I had to talk to God through a lot of things. Um, Some stuff I don't know if I'm done talking with him through, but I'm going to say that I'm done. (laughs) Because some things it's a matter of just letting it go. Boy, I tell you, when you get those some feelings um, on you, Sometimes some things don't, you be trying to let it go and it just don't want to let you go. It's like, Lord Jesus, I know good. Well, I didn't tell, I didn't tell this. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go, God. And then it's just like that thing be trying to grip you. Like, hold on one second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I know this is something that I've let go. I know that this is something that I've gotten rid of. And it's kind of like, you're going to have to let me go. Whatever bitterness, whatever resentment, whatever you need to um, get forgiveness for, whatever you need to get forget, whatever you need to forgive, it's kind of like um, that stuff will try to take a hold on you. It will try to take a hold on your heart. It will try to take a hold on you, and it don't want to let you go. It wants you to hold grudges. That's the enemy warring against you. It says the spirit wars against the flesh, and the flesh against the spirit. Sometimes that stuff be feeling good to your flesh to hold something against somebody. And sometimes you don't even be having no reason to hold nothing against nobody. It's kind of like, what did that person do to you? (laughs) It's like when you really evaluate your life, it's kind of like you do have to look in the mirror. Um, You have to start looking in the mirror at yourself. Okay. It's like, uh, why do I, and and seriously consider, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? Lord God, what is going on? What is going on with me? What is going on within me? What is going on within my heart? What is what in the world is going on with me? Because it's kind of like sometimes like it's like, Lord God, I know that I've I've uh, asked for forgiveness. I know that I've um, uh, I know that I've um, given forgiveness. And it's like that stuff will try to come back up on you. But, you know, you know what you have to do. You have to choose the same choice you chose the first time. Let it go. Ask for forgiveness. You have to tell your tell that thing. Tell yourself, uh-uh, I, this is not gonna come back. This is not gonna come back up. Uh, no, because I've I've gotten what I needed from God for this, and you're not about to come back around in my life and try to add some extra to it to grip onto me. So that's what I'm telling. I'm telling all that that stuff, and if I have to tell it again, I'm gonna tell it again. Those inadequate feelings. That stuff that tries to that wants you to be bitter, that stuff that wants you to hold a grudge, that stuff that wants you to be resentful, that stuff that wants you to be angry, all that stuff. The word tells us to put off clamor, put off anger, put off malice, put off um, wrath, put off these things. And then it also tells us what to be clothed with. Be clothed with, uh, first of all, we got to be clothed with humility, be clothed with love, be clothed with patience, be clothed with peace, be clothed with joy, be clothed with those things, be clothed with long suffering. So when you take those clothes off, those ugly, nasty clothes, when you take those clothes off, then you got to start practicing putting on the right kind of clothes. And then furthermore, the word of God tells us um, to put on the whole armor of God. So that we may be able to withstand, we got to put on the armor of God. It says the bre- breastplate of righteousness, the the um, the belt of truth, the helmet of salvation, our feet shod with the gospel of the preparation of peace. We got to put on those things. It says the um, the um, the the sword, 
uh, 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 the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. We got to put on those things. That sword is the word of God. I'm telling you right now, you can't slice and dice nothing without no word. And then when you do get to doing, you need to make sure that you're slicing and dicing in the right way. <laughs> and let me tell you something that takes time and practice. <laughs> Because we got to um, slice and dice at the enemy. And we got to recognize that we war against spirits and not against the flesh. Because sometimes them we be want to slice and dice people. <laughs> Being honest, it's kind of like, ooh, God. <laughs> but it's like, you have to remind yourself, it's, 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 we're not warring against that person. We're not war- warring against that person. Sometimes the enemy will use people. <laughs> That's what he does. He uses people. He tried to use people to, to get a rise out of you. He tried to use he, he he tries to use people because the enemy is acquainted with your past too. And he'll and um he knows um the parts of uh the parts that God has allowed to be revealed about your future. The parts that you've talked you may have talked to somebody about, the parts that you have been praying about. You got we have to remember as the body of Christ, as people of God. The enemy don't want you to succeed at all. So if he can fill you with uh, the necessary things to try to block the flow of God in your life, oh, he going to try. He going to work. Oh, he going to try. He going to try it. That's why um, the word tells us life and death is in the power of the tongue. Is your tongue agreeing with the enemy Is or is your tongue um, speaking the opposite of what he wants you to say? Is your tongue agreeing with the word of God? We have to speak life over others. We have to speak life over ourselves. And sometimes, boy, you get along in life and it's like, whoo, you be taking hit after hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And then it's like, okay, I'm ready to go. No, you can't do that. <laughs> and even if you do do that because God is still working on you in you that air in that area, make sure you go back and you get the thing right. Get the thing right. Um, the word tells us that um, if you are at, basically if you are at the altar and you're trying to present your gift to God first, if, and if you remember that you have an alt with your brother, go get that thing right. Go get that get that alt out of you. Forgive, ask for forgiveness. I don't know what you need to do. I know you need to. I know one of the things is pray and ask God to work on your heart and everything that's not right in you to take it away. <laughs> uh, um, but I know that, um, I know what the word of God says. And so, and he says, after you do that, then come and offer your gift. So that means that right now I'm not accepting your gift. Your gift is unacceptable to me because I need you to fix this first. I need you to work out this first. I need you to do this first. God cares about us. He's concerned about us. He wants us to even operate in our gifts the right way with the spirit of love. He wants us to operate in his spirit. I understand that you're trying to present your gift to me right now. But uh, if I allow you to present that, they going to think that uh, they don't they don't they're not going to uh, too much appreciate me or care about me. I can't allow you to present that your gift like that. So I need you to go and get I need you to come to me, pray about it. I need you to seek me and I need you to uh, we're going to work on this heart thing that you got going on. God is amazing. <laughs> he truly is amazing. He really is. And 
when God begins to clean up your heart, man, you got to face some things. You got to face some things in your past. You got to face some things in your future. You got to face some things that you may be presently dealing with right now. And that stuff all don't always feel good. It hurts like a mug. It's not supposed to feel good. It's not supposed to feel good. It don't, it, it, he's, 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 he's pretty, it, it, what, what they say, you, he's doing surgery on you. And then after you go through the surgery process, you do know that there's a recovery phase. You got to go through the recovery phase. Man, sometimes that recovery phase is like, Lord, I'm just ready to get up and just, just do. <laughs> but it's like, no, because if you don't go through this recovery phase, then you're going to go back into surgery phase. And this time, the surgery may not be as quick as it was the first time. Go through the recovery phase first. Go through that recovery phase because the recovery phase right now may be three months. But if I have to put you back in surgery again because you didn't reopen that wound up again because I was trying to put you through recovery because it had healed up. But if you don't go through that recovery phase, if you don't go through and, 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 and take that time that God is allowing you, I'm telling myself the same thing. Sometimes you guys just got to go through the recovery phase because, God, I don't want to be put back on the operating table for the same thing and then have to go through the recovery phase longer. I don't want to have to do that. No, uh-uh. I value time, and that's time being taken away from uh, me being able to enjoy your blessings. That's time being taken away from me being able to just uh, walk in the way that I'm needing to walk in. When if, when God takes you through surgery, go through that surgery. Go through. I, I, I know it hurts. I know you experience pain. I know it's hard taking that stuff into you. It's 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 hard sometimes. It's hard uh trying to trying to um God going down and, and 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 cleaning out that stuff, that stuff that's been holding you bound, that stuff that's been holding you hostage. It's hard sometimes. It's hard, but sometimes you gotta go through the hard things in order to get to the blessing. Life ain't always easy. In the book of Job, it tells us that man that was born of a woman, his days are full of trouble. Sometimes God got to take take his, his surgery knife and he got to scrape that stuff up out of you. And then when he scrapes it up out of you, there's a recovery phase. Because now he has to fill you up with the things that you need so that old stuff won't try to come back inside of you. But so, so that new stuff, that new stuff will begin to push out that old stuff and tell it, no, you ain't coming back. No, I'm not going to take this. I'm going to keep on exercising this new thing that God has given me. And even though I may not know how to fully operate it in it right now, if I keep on practicing, if I keep on striving, if I keep on being determined to live in this newness that God has given me, because I'm going through the recovery phase. That means um, sometimes when you're going through a recovery phase, um, I know like when you have a stroke or something, sometimes you have to relearn how to walk. Sometimes you have to relearn how to talk. Sometimes you have to relearn how to eat. But if you keep on going through the recovery phase, if you keep on exercising those principles and those things that those doctors give you, that those therapists give you, because God is a therapist. Ooh, he's a therapist. If you keep on exercising and if you keep on practicing and if you keep on going through and if you get a determination in your heart that says no weapon formed against me shall prosper, I will spring forth in the time that God has said I will spring forth in. I am going to go through. I am already a winner. When Jesus went to Calvary, he already won the victory for me. Sometimes I claim my victory. 
even when I don't feel like victory because I know Jesus won the victory. That's what I mean by sometimes you don't feel it. No, I may not feel like victory right now, but I know that I'm walking in it. And I know that I, I'm going to, I'm talking in it. I'm going to keep on talking in it until I begin to, 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 that's what you got to speak it till you believe it, believe it until you know it, know it until you're walking in it. So if you don't believe that Jesus went to the cross uh, for you to give you the victory and he rose to give you the victory, let me tell you right now, this is what you need to do. Speak it. I may not feel this right now, but Jesus, I, I need your help in believing. I'm going to choose to believe that you went to the cross to give me victory. I have victory. Because you went to the cross, I have victory. Keep on speaking it. Keep on speaking it because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You want your faith to be built. You got to get in the word of God. You got to get somebody speaking the word. You got to get the right person speaking the word of God in your ear. This is why the church is so important. This is why the body of Christ is so important. The messenger that God has up there on Sunday, that pastor, that preacher, that minister, he's, he or she is speaking faith into your hearing because your faith has to grow. Your faith has to increase. And when you begin to um, listen to the word of God, and then you may feel like, man, am I doing this in vain? No, it's not in vain. It's not in vain. Ask God, open my ears so that I can hear the right word of faith. You want your faith to be increased, uh, you, you got to be a hearer. You got to open your ears to hear. And only God can do that. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. God has to open your ears and you have to ask. You got to do the asking. You have not because you ask not. Have you asked God to increase your faith? Have you asked God, open my ears so that I can hear? Have you asked God, Lord God, I don't believe that I'm, I'm, I'm an um actively doing your word um like i should be doing guess what god sees he knows he can help you through that process but you have to uh one thing you have to understand too is some stuff is a process some stuff god do like that he do it like bam and other stuff he says no i need you to learn some things in this so i'm going to take you through this phase and i'm going to take you through this process i'm not going to just do this this ain't going to be a quick work this one right here because when you come up out of this one, you ain't going back in. When you come up out of this one, I need you to have some stuff together. I need you to, I'm building, I need to build some stuff in you. With this one, you got to go through this process. And the process ain't always easy. It's not always easy. Sometimes it's, it, it, it hurts. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you may get mad at God. <laughs> He's the one taking you through it. It's like, Lord God, I'm trying to keep my feelings right towards you. <laughs> Because I know that you're the good father. And I know that you're taking me through this process for a reason. You got to watch your feelings towards God sometimes. It's like, Lord God, I'm ready to get over this hump. <laughs> he knows your feelings anyway. He sure do. Some stuff you just got to confess. Lord God, I need to confess this to you. Because uh, the only person that can get my heart right is you. It's, it, it's a, you, some feelings you're supposed to feel ashamed about. But don't live in that shame. Go confess it to God. Some stuff I've confessed to God, um, and it's like it just went away. I'm just like, you mean to tell me I was wrestling with that for that long, and the only thing I had to do was open up my mouth and confess it to you? 
and you was ready to take it and the only reason why it was still sticking around was because I was unwilling to confess it? Don't let your shame rob you of the blessings of God. Don't let your inadequacies rob you of the blessings of God. And with that being said, I'm going to um, go ahead and uh, go into prayer right now. Dear Heavenly Father, and I pray that you pray with me. Pray with me. Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your peace that passes all understanding, God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, just for being willing to step into our situations, Lord God, to step into our um, circumstances, Lord God. You see the things that we're struggling with. You know our battles, Lord God. You see everything, Lord God. You know everything, Lord God. And some things you are ready and prepared to take away from us, Lord God. You are ready and prepared. If only we would ask, Lord God. You said, come boldly before your throne, Lord Jesus. And Lord God, we pray that you would just give us the faith, Lord God, to do so, Lord God. To come boldly knowing, Lord God, that you are wanting and that you are ready and that you are willing to assist us with our problems and whatever we have need of. Father God, wherever we may be struggling to let things go, wherever we, may be, wherever we may be holding grudges, Lord God, I pray you give us the grace to begin to let those things go, Lord God, so that your blessings can flow. You said faith works by love, Lord God. And Lord God, in order for our faith to work, that means that we're going to have to have some love. Lord God, help us, to, help us in our areas, Lord God, where our love may have, have faded. Lord God, restore us. Lord God, prepare us for blessing, Lord God, and give us our hearts and minds to receive your newness, your love, your grace, and your blessings, Lord God. You are the good Father. You are the everlasting Father, Lord God. And thank you, Lord God, for giving us a heaven-ready mind state. We bless you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Walk in your blessings. Speak it until you believe it. Believe it until you know it. Know it until you're walking in it. Be blessed.